0: about how all things work together for good. And because all things work together for good, if you understand that, you can give thanks in all things. I mean, it's easy to give thanks when you have a big turkey on your table, right? Or pumpkin pie left over. It's easy to give thanks when you can pay your bills. But the Bible says in all things, in the traffic jams, in the confusion, in the sufferings of life, in all things we can give thanks if we don't lean on our own understanding but trust the Lord. Before I present my message this morning, would you watch this video? with my apron on. Good to have uh, Austin and his parents here today from Idaho. Yeah, always nice to have them back. Hey, we're going to do something kind of fun today. I'm going to ask the guys to bring out a a table. I know a lot of you like cooking shows, right? I mean, you're into the Food Network and stuff, so I just kind of wanted to do something along that line. And uh, we're going to bake a cake today. We're going to talk about God's chocolate cake recipe. What goes into a chocolate cake? What do each of those items represent? And I just want to say right off the bat, if you really want to know how to make a cake, watch the Food Network. You know, man, we have Kim back here from Covenant Confections, and I'm thinking, man, I have no clue what I'm doing up here. I, don't don't take the cake part seriously. I'm doing this because of the spiritual application. Okay. Okay, so um, well, we want to talk just a little bit about life and uh, all the different elements of life, and I have three scriptures that I want to start with, and I'd like for you to stand and read aloud these scriptures with you, with me. If you do that, we don't always do do that responsively here, but uh, I think it's it's good for us to hear the word of God, not just see it. So the first portion of scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5.18. This is what it says. Say it with me. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong in Christ Jesus. That's pretty simple, isn't it? You know, we pray for God's will. What's God's will for our life? Well, we can start here. Be thankful. Be not just on Thanksgiving Day, but develop this attitude of gratitude for everything that comes into our life, good and bad, sweet and sour. Okay, next scripture. Romans chapter five, verses three and five. Let's read together. For we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. It's kind of hard sometimes to rejoice when we run into problems and trials. Not easy, but this scripture helps us to know that those things are going to serve for a purpose, to develop endurance, develop character help us to be more confident in the hope that we have of Jesus. Last scripture, let's look at Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among every brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, we are simply here to hear from your voice today that we might be loyal, committed Christ followers, not just in the good times when our prayers are being answered and things are going our way, but Lord, we wanna be committed to you and what you're doing in our life even in the struggles, the disappointments, the unanswered prayers, the pain, the tears, the loneliness. So, God, I just pray that you'll help us today in a very simple way, in a, just a crazy, simple, illustrated sermon, to understand that we can rejoice knowing that you are causing all things to work together for good. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. So life is not made up of one single activity. Your life is full of various activities, right? It's, it's a composite. It's a composite. It's like a beautiful painting is not just painted with one color. There are many colors. And sometimes in life we get this idea that everything is going to go our way. Everything is going to look a certain way. It's not like that. We know that every ingredient of a cake and every ingredient of our life, according to the scriptures, can serve a different purpose, an aspect for us. You see, you can't survive or grow just with one ingredient. You need them all. You need the sunshine, but you also need the rain. You understand that? You guys with me? Maybe you're still in a state of shock that your pastor's up here in an apron and a spoon and you're thinking, what, what's happening here? I just thought this would be a fun, and it's a very simple sermon, but I thought it'd be fun. Next week, I'm gonna start my Christmas series out of Isaiah 9, and I just had this week and I thought, i want to do something kind of fun. So hopefully you'll understand the spiritual uh, analogy here that God has designed everything in your life, whether or not he purposed it or not. Because see, all things are not good, but all things can work together for good if we love God and if we trust him. It'll cause us to grow. It'll cause us to mature. It'll cause us to become complete in him. Amen? So when you're, you're, uh, you're making a cake, you know, you need this ingredient that we call water. So we'll put a little water in this bowl here. I'm not sure exactly, maybe a little bit more. A little bit more. Now, water um, Water represents routine. It represents the normal, ordinary things. You, can, you mark, it, mark this down. Uh, it, it represents the things that you do every day that might be boring. The routine. Making the bed. Washing the dishes. Getting the kids ready for school mowing the grass, cleaning the leaves out of the gutter, making sure the oil gets changed in the car. Now, we don't particularly enjoy doing the routine, normal, everyday things of life, but they are absolutely essential if we want to have a healthy, wholesome life. They have to be done. The same thing is true spiritually. There are some very routine things that we tend to overlook and then we run into problems because the car breaks down or our spirit breaks down. Spiritual disciplines. Reading your Bible every day. You might say, oh, man, I I just don't have time. Friends, you need to find time. It's like water. It's very, very basic, but you can't live without it. Prayer. Some time of concentrated disciplined prayer, but also an attitude of prayer. When you're driving down the street, when you're talking to people, you're always in that constant um, communication with the Lord. I was at Walmart the other day, and, and I really felt nudged to do something, and I, I was in a hurry, and I didn't do it. <laughs> and I got in the car, and I was driving down Western Street, and man, the Lord didn't like chastise me or discipline me, but he he told me, you know, I that was me. I really wanted you to do that. I was kind of disappointed that I I wasn't in tune enough at that moment. I was more in tune with my schedule and what I needed to get done than I was the voice of the Holy Spirit who was telling me, man, just take 30 seconds and go do this certain thing. So that's what I'm saying, we need those spiritual discipline. Taking time to reflect, man, what a wonderful thing to do at night. Think about your day, the good things, the blessings. Think about the challenges and lift them up to the Lord. What about your baptism? Water is symbolic of our baptism. Man, our baptism is a pretty basic thing, but it's something that keeps us rooted. It's something that gives us life. Maybe it's just keeping your commitments to your Bible studies or your ministry opportunities. Maybe it's in the area of giving and tithing. I don't know what your routine in your spiritual life might represent, but I think the Lord does. I think for some of us, even just the routine of reaching out to the sick or to those incarcerated or those who might be in a rest home this time of year, doing those normal things, maybe no one will know, but that's okay. Okay. They're not in the spotlight, it's behind the scenes work. And like water, those things don't have a lot of taste. You know, you don't get a lot of affirmation for those little routine things. Those little things you do for your family and your friends that they don't even recognize. But water is vital to life, we know that. Vital to plants, vital to animals. You can't have life without the routine. So as we bake our cake, let's remember, we have to have some of those routine things. Now something else that you need if you bake a cake is this stuff called baking soda, okay? And uh, so I'm gonna put some of this baking soda here, I think, yeah, about half a tablespoon, I think. That looks pretty good. Now I'm just gonna put that in there. Now I think, um, I think technically, you're supposed to put all the dry ingredients together first, right? And then the liquids together. And But anyway, like I said, we're doing this for spiritual benefits, not because this is really how you bake a cake. But you put in the baking soda. What does baking soda represent? It represents trials in your life. I bet you you've been through some trials this year. Trials in life can be difficult for us to swallow. Can you imagine... Taking a teaspoon of this and trying to swallow it? My third grade teacher, Miss Fithian, told me this is the only thing you should use to brush your teeth because toothpaste is bad for you. So she had all the third graders brushing their teeth with baking soda. That's what Miss Fithian told me, and it doesn't taste very good. Trials in life don't taste very good, but they help us grow just like this baking soda will make this cake become fluffy and light, it'll be wonderful, but it wouldn't be fluffy and light if we didn't have some trials in our life. So the baking soda represents trials. Remember, an eagle cannot fly unless there's contrary winds, an airplane cannot get off the ground unless it produces some contrary winds. There's no way that you and I can be victorious for the Lord if we don't go through. Some trials. So it's like our muscles without resistance. Muscles will never grow. They'll never become strong. Without trials in your life, you'll never really be mature. Now I know that that's not, you know, a hallelujah statement. But it is based upon what we just read in Romans 5. Rejoice when you run into problems when there's a little baking soda that's dumped into your life, don't complain about it, but realize that those problems, those trials can help you develop character. Your faith will be stronger. You'll develop endurance. If you're taking notes, I've got a scripture here I'm going to read. It's in James chapter 1, verses 2 and 4. It says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come into your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Not for a pity party, but for joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. When your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete needing nothing as followers of Jesus we want to be complete we want to be perfect but somehow we want it magically to happen we just want God to poof us into completeness or maturity that's not the way God works he uses routines like water he uses trials like baking soda I'm not an advocate of suffering friends don't get me wrong but I think sometimes we resist some of the very things that God has allowed into our lives for our own good man you read about some of the saints like mother teresa and others who suffered greatly who embraced their affliction not for the affliction itself but for what they knew that affliction would do in their spiritual life. You can learn a lot in suffering if like Jesus, you endure the pain. Think how much more you can learn about Jesus' suffering on the cross if you would embrace your own suffering, realizing, hey, it's just one ingredient of a lot of ingredients that God's using to conform us into his image. We have trials, we also have accidents. That's what the vinegar represents. The vinegar in God's chocolate shake recipe is representative of accidents. Think it needs a little bit more? No? Okay, no more, no more. Uncontrollable things: flat tires, a windstorm comes and blows the roof off your house. I remember years ago, right after Thanksgiving, standing up at well, close to Omi Gardens, a family in our church lost their house to a house fire. I remember sitting with the West just a couple of years ago as their house burned down. Man, those are accidents. Those things happen. We live in a sinful world. We live in a world that we're going to be victims of accidents. And they're unpleasant. And even though those accidents make us feel uncomfortable and awkward, they can also teach us that we need to rely upon God. Let me give you just a little theology lesson here. I know a lot of people like to say, God will never give me any more than I can handle. You know, that is not really based in biblical theology. I have found that God gives me a lot more than I can handle so that I will fully rely upon him. Because, friends, if I can handle everything in life, why do I need God? I need God because I can't handle things. So I think... Lord, I don't know how I'm going to handle this, but this is going to help me to rely more upon you. And that's what accidents do. They're not caused by your brother, your sister. They're not caused by your neighbor. They're not caused by perhaps anything you did. They're accidents. You can't control everything in life. And the sooner we can release that and understand that, we can't control everybody in life. (laughs) That's why we need Jesus. He's our stability. We need our friends. We need our family. We need our church. And just like vinegar adds kind of a little zing (laughs) to the chocolate cake, it needs it in order to taste good. And then there's this wonderful ingredient called salt. This is unlike an accident. Salt represents discipline. Where are all the amens out there today? Discipline. Okay, we'll put a little salt in here. I won't put too much in because I know some of you suffer with blood, you know, high blood pressure, and I want to be aware of that. Discipline is the salt in your life, the salt of your life. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 12 says this, Proverbs 3, 12. For the Lord corrects those he loves. Wow, sometimes we don't see that perspective, do we? The Lord disciplines those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Not everybody had healthy parents. Not everybody was disciplined correctly. I understand that. I'm talking all about a biblical principle here. That sometimes the Lord does discipline us. Because every day you and I make choices. What we'll do. I made a choice that day in Walmart that I was ignoring that nudge. And it was no big deal. But it was a big deal in the fact that I knew that I disappointed the Lord. Every day we make choices. What we do. Some are good choices. Some are bad choices. And we sometimes are in a situation that our Heavenly Father needs to correct us. I, you know, I was raised in the 60s. I know there's a different maybe philosophy at that time, but my mom and dad had a wooden spoon. And, and and they used it, you know, to mix up ingredients like this, but there was also another purpose for it. And um, I didn't get the wooden spoon very often. And I, I remember my parents' explanation of why I was going to get the wooden spoon. And then after the wooden spoon, I remember their hugs and wiping my tears away and comforting me because they loved me. The Lord does the same thing with us. He loves me enough that if he sees me getting out of line, he'll get out the wooden spoon. God disciplines those that he loves. That's not a bad thing. And then we come to this wonderful, white, granular stuff from C&H. Oh, man. We need a lot of sugar in in this cake. Now, sugar stands for, yeah, that's about right, I think, something like that. You guys are just dying to see this once it's done. Uh. Sugar stands for the special things in life. Man, all those wonderful, fun things. They're blessings that we enjoy, sometimes planned, sometimes unexpectedly. It's like the whipped cream of life, you know? There's times during the day that, you know, someone might come into the office. It's often Elsie Olson. And she'll say, I just decided to make banana bread for your staff today. That's special. You've had special vacations. Maybe it's Disneyland. Maybe it's Europe. Maybe it was a camping trip on the Oregon coast. Those special times that happen in our life. It's wonderful, isn't it? But you know something? You can't eat sugar all the time no matter what your kids tell you when they want that cotton candy. You cannot eat sugar all the time. You'll end up really sick because there's no nutritional values. I don't grow much when I'm laying on the beach enjoying the white sands of Maui. I probably grow more when I'm wrestling over a problem and praying and fasting and crying out to the Lord. But it's nice that the Lord provides these special things. But, you know, even the special things aren't good in themselves. I doubt if any of us had a bowl of sugar after our meal on Thursday. Now, we probably had pecan pie or apple cake or, you know, pumpkin pie. Or See, the sugar was enjoyable, but really only mixed with the other ingredients. You can't always live on cloud nine. Cotton candy might be a nice, you know, special thing at Apple Blossom, but it's just kind of a rare thing. Sugar is important, just like vinegar is important, but they taste the best when they're blended together. I don't know if you're in a routine of your life, if you've had some accidents in your life. Maybe you're living at high right now. But remember, whatever season of life you're in right now, this too shall pass. Well, we need to move on to this wonderful stuff that's going to make our chocolate cake taste like Chocolate. Cocoa powder. Oh man, that smells so good. Mm, it looks good. Man, I'm just so excited. Oh, oh, that's not so good. No, boy, that's more bitter than I remembered. <laughs> you know, cocoa powder represents the disappointments in life. Sometimes we're disappointed. It looked good, it even smelled good. I thought it was going to be sweet. Tastes like milk chocolate, it doesn't. It's bitter. Cocoa powder represents the disappointments in our life, and often disappointments are what I call the in-between time of the night surprises. A chocolate cake would not be chocolate without the cocoa powder. And life isn't life without a few disappointments. Jesus had disappointments. Often we think that we're getting something sweet and we're disappointed. Just like, I thought maybe that would be sweet, but it's not. Maybe a friendship that you thought was going to be sweet and turned out to be a disappointment. Maybe a job, your dream job, that turned out six months later to be your nightmare job. You know what I'm saying? I've talked to people who have been so excited about a vacation and then come home disappointed. Sometimes we're simply disappointed. Maybe even in a, a church situation where you thought something was going to be one thing and it turned out to be something else, and it was just disappointing. But when you did, mix your disappointments with all the other ingredients in your life, I tell you, friends, God can make a really good cake. More than anything else in a chocolate cake, is this ingredient right here—flour. Yeah, you need a lot of flour here. Yeah, kind of feel like Lucille Ball here, you know? Yeah, man. Kim's just cringing back there. Man. Again, this is not a professional baking demonstration. A chocolate cake has more flour than anything else. In your life and my life, flour stands for work. Oh, man. For effort. See, we have some special treats of it once in a while. We have some disappointments. Sometimes we get disciplined. We have routines. But, you know, most of our life is made up just like a chocolate cake of just basic effort, work, labor. It's very biblical. Notice I brought a Christmas towel? Even matches. Just for you, to see you know, the only way things get done is if you do them. Well, work's really important. Don't be afraid of the work you need to do to accomplish something. Whether it's getting all those lights up outside. Whether it's painting that extra bedroom. Or spiritually, don't be afraid of the work that you need to put in to growing spiritually. Again, God is not just going to open up your head and pour everything in. That's just not the way life is. It's not the way that God deals in our life. God deals with all these ingredients together as compositely. Don't be afraid of the work, you know, to get physically fit or to provide for substance. Like flour is the main ingredient of this cake. Work, effort, labor, our initiative... Let me give you a verse. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Physical training is good. But training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. So when you are training for godliness, when you're becoming more like Jesus, when you're doing those good deeds that you know you need to do but you really don't want to, but you go ahead and make the effort to do it, it's good training, and it's going to reap benefits for you right now in this life, but also in the life to come. Flower, hard work, effort. Well, every cake needs a little bit of vanilla. We have four values here when I first Assembly. And the first one is authentic community. Authentic community. Because he said, God did not create us to live in isolation. We love to be independent, but that's not the way we're created. He looked at Adam and he said, it's not good. Not good for man to be alone. He needs others around him. So he created Eve. We need one another. Vanilla represents friendships in life. It makes the cake taste good. It helps the cake. Just like friends help us get perspective on things. I've said this so often, I I really miss Pastor Bob, as we all do. There was a friend that could always... Just say the right thing at the right time and give me perspective on a situation. We all need those kind of people in our life. Not people that will just cry with us or, you know, be angry with us, but people that will come alongside of us and sharpen us. That's what Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17 says. Proverbs 27 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. That's what vanilla represents. We're not created to be alone. is like our friends. They make a lot of good taste in our life. Uh, man, I don't have time, but there's so many illustrations in scriptures. The relationship between David and Jonathan. Look at Jesus and his relationship with Lazarus and his two sisters, Mary and Martha. We see it all woven through the Gospels. Boy, a few years ago I preached a whole series on the book of Ruth. Remember that relationship with Ruth and Naomi? Oh man, we need one another, we need friendships, we need authentic community. It's like the vanilla in our cake. Well, every cake needs something to hold everything together. And uh, that's what light tasting olive oil does. I wanted to be biblical. I brought olive oil. I was real careful about that. I didn't want to use vegetable oil, I wanted olive oil. We need a little oil. And what this actually does. Not in this mess I've made in this bowl. But in reality, the oil would hold everything together. It holds all the ingredients of the cake together so that it's rich and creamy. The Bible is so clear above all else. Oil represents love. Love covers up a multitude of sins, a multitude of errors. Love covers up the disappointments of life. Love adds value to the routines of life. When the Father disciplines you, when you know it's done in love, oil is what does that. Oil represents love. Just as the Holy Spirit holds all things together in love, the Holy Spirit will help us to love, the unlovable, to embrace those things that aren't so easy to, to plow through. Remember the words of First John? "God is love." I mean that's the basic definition of love. Of God is love, even in discipline. Colossians 3:14. Here it is Colossians 3:14 Above all clothe yourself with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony That's true of a church that's true of a family that's true of a HOA that's true of your life when you think of your life all these 10 different ingredients what is it that's really going to help you hold all those things together it's the Holy Spirit and the love of God. The oil represents love. I know you've been waiting for this, right? Look at that, huh? Pretty good, huh? Some of you are looking at me like, don't do that. <laughs> One more ingredient the egg. Eggs are important for a number of reasons, and I thought about different things that we could relate it to. But I, I, I've been dealing with a lot of families in the last six or eight weeks, and, and you're going through really difficult things, and I am praying for you, and I'm doing my best to walk with you through those difficult things. Um, eggs, to me, reminds us how breakable and fragile life really is breakable and fragile. You don't know that in the next 12 hours your whole life's gonna be turned upside down. Could happen to any of us. Can be an accident, can be a death, can be a fire. Eggs remind us how breakable life is, how fragile life is. You know, when you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you read stories of brokenness, beginning with Abraham and his deceitfulness, <laughs> Jacob. I, I'm not just all the way through. See, the Bible's not like a Hallmark story. Not everything turns out perfectly. That's why the Bible is such a wonderful book for us, because we can relate to it. Because we have brokenness in our life. Our life is fragile. But all through the story of brokenness is God's love, God's faithfulness. He reminds us from Genesis to Revelation, He reminds you as you're walking with Him, He has come to redeem you. He's come to heal you. He's come to help you in your disappointments. He's come to help you put perspective on life. That's why you can't lean on your own understanding. But in all your ways, you need to acknowledge him and trust him. He gave his life for us. <laughs> he redeemed us. Friends, wherever you are in life right now, maybe your life's broken. <laughs> I want you to know God's at work. God is at work. And whatever ingredient he's mixing into your life, you know what Romans eight twenty-eight says? all things work together for good for those of us who are called and love him 829 says and in that process he's going to conform us into the image of his son jesus so when you take all these ingredients and you so masterfully like i did here put those ingredients together and you put them in an oven At the end of life, as you trust Jesus, you know what you get? Pastor Darth, will you bring out that result? Oh, look, here it is. Here is my chocolate cake. Now, you would never have thought that something so beautiful could come from the messes of life. but it does. Trust God. Let's be thankful in all situations. For it's not only God's will for us, it also is our confession of faith that he's going to use all this stuff for our good and his glory. Will you stand together with me? Heavenly Father, I thank you that we can take a portion of scripture today and we can break it down and we can see how no matter what element of life we might be experiencing you're going to take it and you're going to use it for our good and I pray today for this wonderful congregation and those who are watching online but Lord they'll leave this place not just uh, with a smile on their face about how their pastor was pretending to be a baker But they'll leave this place with an unswerving confidence that you are working all things together. If they're in an area of disappointment or an area of pain, I pray, God, that you will help them to endure, that you will build that character in their life. If they're on the mountaintop, that they'll enjoy it. They'll enjoy the, the sugar parts of life, the special things, and be thankful for them. But, Lord, that they'll know that we don't grow on the mountains. We grow in the valleys. We grow when there's a contrary wind. We can fly high with Jesus as our victor. So I pray you'll bless each person in this building and watching online, that you'll help us to embrace everything that comes into our life as something that you can use. No matter what the source is, it might be from you, it might be from the enemy, it might be just something that we've invited to ourselves, it might be because we're a victim of an accident. Doesn't matter, the source. What matters is the master Baker, <laughs> Jesus Christ himself is gonna take it and use it for our good as we trust in him. So help us to be thankful today, Lord, for every element of our life And knowing that you will bring us to that wonderful area of maturity and completeness. In Jesus' name, amen.